0: Hello everyone and welcome back to today's episode of Mental Mood. Before we get started, please remember to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Make sure to give a positive comment and a rating and let's get going with this episode on autism. So autism is, I would say, well known in a lot of communities. And while although not everybody has it, a lot of young kids and just people of a wide range do. And I would say that autism is definitely um, noticed at a young age, when you're younger, and um, I would get into that. But I think that we should just start off with the basics. So autism is a neurodevelopmental disorder, and it's characterized by... Difficulties with social interaction and communication, and by restricted and repetitive behaviors. Um, it can have a lot of symptoms, and they all vary with the different people, um, and the different child. Uh, symptoms can be different, but a few are stimming, which is self-stimulatory behavior, um, and a lot of it has to do with the repetition of physical movements, sounds, words, or moving objects almost like ticks, I would say very similar um would be what that is um echo echolalia it's hard for me to um, to um pronounce, but echolalia is the and I'm also very sorry if I'm pronouncing this wrong um if I am pronouncing this in Just not the right way. I um am sorry. I just do not know. Um, but it is the unsolicited repetition of vocalizations made by a person. Um, it is really automatic and effortless, and um, it's it relates to echopraxia, which is the automatic repetition of movements. So um, these are also similar to ticks, and um, vocal, um. So, another thing is sensory processing disorder, and it's, um, defined as a condition in which multisensory input is not adequately processed in order to provide appropriate responses to the demands of the environment. So, I would say what this means is it can be kind of a, um, hard for your senses to process what is going on around you. So, in an event, um, your senses are not, um, processing it correctly to provide the appropriate response, um, f- for your body. Um, another thing is hyper-focus, and it is an intense form of mental concentration. Now, this, um, is not just you're focusing super, super hard on something. It is, um, definitely more severe, I would say, and it's where you just, um basically you stick like you stick a you stick your eyes at the, you stick your mind to focusing on this thing your eyes just stare and it's even if it's not physically you're looking at it but um you kind of just lighthouse you fixate your lighthouse on this and you fixate your thoughts and focus on something and it can um, cause side-tracking away from other important things or tasks, Um, but you just get super um, focused on it. So another thing is um, um, communication problems and meltdowns. So for um, this says autistic meltdowns, and it is defined as involuntary emotional breakdown in an autistic person caused by severe stress. Now, I feel like this is a bit of a I wouldn't say offensive, but just kind of wrongly worded definition. Um many people can have breakdowns whether they have autism or not. They could just f- start feeling mentally overwhelmed and stressed. But I think that it's different in autistic individuals or in individual an individual with autism because of the way their brain processes things how um how their brain is different and processes things different and so how that could um that could contribute to the way that they are reacting to things um for communication disorders um it can sometimes just not be you might not be able to talk very well um uh you might have difficulties in verbal and nonverbal communications you can um maybe have some just problems with communication in general and maybe in public places especially and so those are some of just the basics i don't fully know if i have autism i feel like i might have um, definitely symptoms of it, but, um, the most common symptoms, like, that very much depends, um, because it's a different person, uh, each individual has just different kind of, um, I wouldn't say outlooks, but different kind of, um, variations of autism, um, symptoms, and it's not all the same for each person, but, of course, they still have autism. So, I would say that, um, I would say that I definitely have some, uh, breakdowns, um, sensory processing, um, I wouldn't say I'm too harsh on that, but I definitely have some, uh, sensory processing, just kind of, um, problems, not problems, but I have some, um, just problem around that field, um, hyper focus, I definitely deal with, um, to the point where if it's a mental thing where I mentally focus on something and put all my emotional, like, focus on that, it can definitely steer me away from other things and give, me some, um, harsh problems, I have had meltdowns before, like I had said, um, probably, um, not necessarily on the autism, like, like, um, relating to an autistic, um, from an autistic standpoint, but, um, I might have those symptoms. So, there is, in general, in the world, a lot of stigma and rumors and just, um, different views on mental health in general, and just different things that people believe and um, different things that people say might cause a mental health problem, Um, things that people say don't seem as intense as we're making it. Like, for example, depression, everybody, not everybody, but I would say a lot of people At some point in their lives are told by their parents that they're being dramatic or just not, just like taking things too far, being extra when it comes to their mental health. I've definitely dealt with that. I've said, like, I've dealt with depression. I have depression, anxiety, a lot of other things that I've talked about, but it's different when you actually deal with these things. I'm not saying I don't, but I'm saying when you're when a parent or a loved one or just a close individual might say that you're stretching things a little far though, a bit. Maybe you are, but also maybe you're like me and you actually have these problems. I definitely felt that people thought I was taking things too um sorry, too seriously and just not processing anything right and being a bit um, exaggerated on my mental health, but um, people's views can get in the way of actually getting help for individuals who are diagnosed with mental health problems, and I think that autism is definitely one of them, because, I mean, for a while, like, depressed people, anxious people, people with ADHD, stuff like this, were not dubbed as acceptable. Like these, um, bullying is very widespread. It happens all over the world, but definitely it can affect people. It affects people, it affects everybody. But I would say it def, in my opinion, it definitely affects people who have, um, problems like a mental health disorder or are in the LGBTQIA plus community, or are of a, um, of a, um, certain race, um, a, who are in poverty, or in po, um, uh, who live in a very, um, impoverished area, who, um, do not have as much money, who are just all these different things, have different upbringings, and, Um, But yeah, definitely with the autism and with mental health, uh, kids are just definitely hurt and bullied relentlessly, and um, I would say that it's just pretty heartbreaking um, that kids are bullied, but definitely because they're different, uh, definitely because... They're just, they have these, um, these, these, I wouldn't, I don't want to say disorders, I want to say conditions, um, because I feel like disorder makes it seem negative, which it can be, um, it can be hard and a problem and problematic, but, um, It's still, it's what makes you, you, and it shouldn't be called, it shouldn't, just we shouldn't call it a disorder so intensely. Like, I feel like disorder is such a strong word, and it's like when people say, oh, hate is a strong word. You're right, it is. But disorder makes it sound, I don't know, just, to me, it makes it sound just more harsh. Um and just mean, and disorder, you have this mental disorder, making it seem like you're insane, and um, I don't know, uh, it just doesn't seem right, necessarily. So, there is another word I want to talk about, and it is called neurodivergent. So, the definition of this word is Differing in a mental and mental or neurological function from what is considered typically or normal, frequently used with references to autistic spectrum disorders, not neurotypical. There are some things that neurotypical people just know or can figure out, and that neurodivergent students may need to have a model for. This artwork explores the alternative ways in which neurodivergent individuals perceive the world. So those were both examples for um, the word neurodivergent in a sentence, and, um, what this is basically saying is neurodivergent means you are different in a mental or neurological, um, function, which is, um, who, what most people have, and the neurological or mental function that, um, is average for people, and is just what some might call the norm, so, um, just, um, average brain functions, but if you're neurodivergent, um, which is on the autism spectrum, or referred to, um, your brain functions differently, and your neurological system functions differently, and, um, I feel like there is a lot of stigma around neurodivergent autistic, like I had said, there's a lot of stigma, stigma, sorry, around People who are neurodivergent, autistic, um, depressed, anxious, as in they have anxiety. Um, People who have OCD. People who have ADHD. People who are um, struggling with bipolar disorder. People with all these different mental health conditions that we never bring light to. And, I mean, never say never, but honestly, we do not talk much, as much as we should... In things like the media about um, mental health. And I know there's a lot of podcasts and YouTube channels and movies and whatnot. But just when you really think about it in the news, in articles, in um, paper, social media, uh, speeches, a lot of it I feel like isn't inclusive like, um, in this community of people who are, um, community of people with these mental health problems, I feel like are not shown, um, or represented. So, I don't really, um, have a full set of tips on how to, um, maintain your autism if you do have it or if you know someone is struggling with it. I would say, um, like I say, for every single episode, journaling, I'm just going to say that every single time because no matter what condition you might have, what you're going through, anything in your life, journaling can always just help you feel better. It helps me feel better. It is a way to write down all of your most intricate thoughts and just kind of let it all go and just be placed down on this pen and paper pencil or whatever um talking to someone uh doing research if you go to the library or a bookstore or even a classroom at school um or online or on safari or google or yahoo or whatever search engine you use and research autism and neurodivergent um that criteria, research the spectrum, just research all you can about people with these conditions and the conditions as a whole and what they are and everything about them that you need to know so that you can be an ally for those in the mental health um, community because um, we definitely need a lot more voices out there. And I know there's billions of people in the world and the numbers just keep going faster and faster and faster every day. But so do the suicide rates and so does the bullying and so do the people who feel like they're alone. So we need to um, be more inclusive. Also, um, doing presentations simply on a um, maybe an autistic uh, idol or... Um, celebrity maybe a um just a a role model that you can or you do look up to that you can uh present on and show everybody who this person is and how incredible they are and their contribute to society really everyone for listening to this episode of mental mood i will try to be back as regularly as i can it is very difficult for me lately This past month has been very hectic with the holidays and all. I just got back to school this Tuesday, and it's been a busy, stressful, and definitely tiring week. But I'm happy to sleep in tomorrow for Saturday. So, anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this episode of Mental Mood. Make sure to subscribe, give a positive comment, and a rating. Email coffeeclubpodcasts at gmail.com if you have any feedback, comments, tips, or more. And make sure to check out My Coffee Companion, Type 4, Character Limit Reached, and, of course, other Mental Mood episodes. I love you all and hope you have a great weekend. See you soon.